0: Thank you for tuning in to our Restoration Life podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the message and share it out with your friends on social media. Can't wait for you to listen in next week. Stand together. It's an honor to be back in Restoration Life Church. You guys are getting bigger. You're expanding. You're growing. Come on. Yeah. We, we've just arrived back. We just got back. Last week, from five weeks touring in Europe, we were in Germany, Croatia, Montenegro, Bosnia, Albania, Greece, and Austria. And there's so much, there's so much work to do. There's so much work to do. I pray today that as, as we speak, as we sing, that faith will be built in your heart, that as the body of Christ, we, we find our space, And we understand that we are the channels, Christ is the head, we are the members, and God wants to move through all of us in the different giftings that He's given us to be able to reach people for Jesus, amen? There's a lot of work to do, so we need to be awake, alert, we need to be busy about our Father's business. I am, I am so honored to be back again. It's been over a decade since I first met your amazing pastors, Pastor Eddie and Roxanne Vargas. Oh. And he texted me early and he says, Michael, tell the church I love them and tell them that people have been restored on the cruise. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? Of all places to be restored, you're getting restored on a cruise. That's pretty cool, huh? And so God, God is not limited to any space and location. He's, he's open as we seek Him. He's able to move in our hearts. Amen. Do you believe that today? So um, five years ago, I was driving over the Swiss Alps with my band and family, and as I'm looking at these Alps, all I could feel in my heart was one word, freedom. And I was so free, I felt like I could fly off the cliff with my whole uh, family and band, but I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> but as, as I'm traveling, I'm just so just buzzed and freaking out how awesome God is. And suddenly, as I'm driving, I hear, I hear, I've been liberated. Heaven rescued me. I've been liberated. No longer a slave, I'm free. Out of the desert into the river. Jesus, you're my savior. I've been liberated. So I'm fall. Is that wonderful? then I hear this I can feel it in my bones they're dancing I can feel it in my heart it's racing I can feel it in the air I'm breathing I am alive I am free sing it I can feel it in my bones they're dancing I can feel it in my heart it's racing I can feel it in the air I'm breathing I am alive I am is anybody free this morning? Are you ready to sing with me?
1: come
0: on, I wanna hear you sing. I've been liberated, heaven rescued me. I've been liberated no longer a slave, I'm free Out of the desert into the river Jesus, you're my Savior. I've been liberated, so why do fall? I can feel it in my bones, they're dancing, come on. I can feel it in my heart, it's racing I can feel it in the air, I'm breathing I am alive, I am free I can feel it in my bones, they're dancing I can feel it in my heart, it's racing I can feel it in the air, I'm breathing I am alive, is anybody free? I've been liberated By indescribable love I've been liberated I didn't I don't deserve it Out of the desert into the river Jesus, You're my Savior I've been liberated So why do to fall earth shook the walls came tumbling down I am free free indeed the chains broke the door I can feel it in my bones, they're dancing. I can feel it in my heart, it's racing. I can feel it in the air, I'm breathing. I am alive, I am free. I can feel it in my bones, they're dancing. Come on, I can feel it in my heart, it's racing. I can feel it in the air, I'm breathing. I am alive, I am free. I can't stop praising them. Oh oh ooh, oh oh Jesus I won't stop praising you Oh 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 I can't stop praising them. Jesus I won't stop praising him Oh oh ooh, oh, oh.
1: Oh 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 oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. I am free, free indeed. If you believe that, give Jesus a shout. Come on, I can't stop. I won't stop praising you oh. Jesus I can't stop praising you oh, 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 oh. Jesus I won't stop oh. I can feel it in my bones I can feel it in my heart, it's racing, I can feel it in the air, I am alive, Jesus. I can feel it in my bones, feel it in the air, I feel it everywhere, from Montenegro, to Pakistan, to Auckland, New Zealand, to Los Angeles, California, and Something good is gonna happen. Something good is in store. Something good is gonna happen. Something good is in store. Oh, you know, (laughs) when the body of Christ comes together like we are, whether it's a larger gathering or in a house church. You know, we were in some house churches in Montenegro because it's against the law. Unless you're orthodox, you're seen as a cult and the government comes down hard on you and so they meet quietly in house churches. It happens, you know. It may start happening in America, you never know. But the point is, is this, is when we come together and we just lift our voices with passion, because of what our Father has done for our lives. And all of us have an amazing story, don't we? You know, all of us have something to share. And today I'm gonna be sharing a lot of stories about how we've experienced the, the shepherd of our soul leading us, guiding us, providing, making a way for us to be the witnesses he's called us to be. He is awesome. And there's nothing to fear. The Bible forewarns of perilous times. I think we're living in perilous times. But in the midst of those times as the body of Christ, we have a shepherd who's looking after us and he's making a way for all of us. So we need to be encouraged this morning, amen? Um, In the midst of darkness, our Father's the solution, okay? But he's chosen to solve the problems through his body. Christ is the head, we are the members and he wants to move through all of us. Okay, listen, listen up carefully. March this year, I believe, March this year, there was a 7.8 earthquake in Turkey. 50,000 people dead. All of last year, this war happened in Ukraine. Because of our connections in Ukraine for 20 years, we've been taking the gospel into Ukraine. We got all these connections in Ukraine and Europe, We were able to take multiple trucks filled with aid into Ukraine. That aid was used to help the people of Ukraine. Thousands of lives were saved. So I'm sitting in my bed with all this faith. I've seen God work, okay? I've seen Him work in the most crazy ways, filling semis with multiple trucks with aid from companies all all over Europe. Nuts, just crazy stuff, provision, all right? So I'm sitting in bed, and the Holy Spirit drops in my heart to— we should think about helping the people of Turkey with aid. And I'm thinking to myself, but I know in my heart what he's done. So to cut a long story short, I get a hold of a pastor in Turkey who oversees 40 different churches. I zoom in and I begin to connect with them. I say, pastor, we've been taking aid into Ukraine for a year. We wanna now bring aid into Turkey to help the people of Turkey. He said it's impossible. He said you cannot bring aid into Turkey because the government of Turkey confiscates any aid that's not of a government agency. But he said we can purchase aid here. So we send funds to him, to Turkey. My wife and Natasha and I, we fly to Turkey. We go to a, it's a a massive grocery chain like a Costco. It's called Metro. We go, we meet the manager, we begin to talk with him, he opens the door to give us aid for really cheap. So we fill these massive trucks tr- 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 filled with aid, say, thank the Lord for the favor of God. And, and we begin to take out, the first city that we go to in Turkey is a city called Antioch. Has anybody heard of Antioch in the Bible? That city. So it is absolutely devastated, people. It's like you're in an apocalyptic event. But God uses this aid to touch the people of Turkey. God is using this aid to bridge the gap between the Christians and the Muslims. The love of God is shining through. Come on. One, one of the incredible stories Okay, one of the incredible stories is this. Three days after the initial earthquake, the authorities are taking little kids from deep under the ground that have been covered by the rubble, alive. They go to the doctor to get blood tested. The doctors are astonished because by the blood samples, it would seem as if these kids have not missed a meal. Then some of the children start speaking up And they said, men dressed in white came and fed us while we were underneath the rubble. Our God is a way maker. There's nothing too big, nothing too hard. You can have a seat, have a seat for just a minute. Watch this video. So stand Father God we thank you today that you warned us that in the last days there will be perilous times but Father God you are the way maker in those times you're our shepherd you're watching over us we're not alone we can trust in you best. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are way bigger. the darkness my god that is who you are you are way maker miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness my god that is who you are you are. keep we well, yeah. Every chain comes down today Every wall breaks In the name above all names Jesus Jesus No more sorrow, no more shame, no more grief, no more pain. The sun shines, the sun shines upon. Healing the body He's healing the body He's healing the body Christ is the head We are the body He's making us whole Making us free To sing the song of on to sing the songs of freedom in the streets, in the pubs, in the clubs, in the marketplace. The sound of freedom is here, through the body, through the body, all oh, through the body of Christ. Sound of freedom reigns down. Psalms twenty three says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures and He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Lay your hands on your head, everybody. Lay your hands on your head and say, Father, thank you for anointing my head with oil. No confusion, no cloudiness, no depression. No fear, no anxiety. I see clearly, I hear clearly. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. It says, my cup runs over. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Say, He's my shepherd. Say, so he's my shepherd. You can have a seat for just a moment. We're living in a moment in time where as the body of Christ, we must return to the simplicity of the cross, There's a simplicity of Christ, And it's important for us to be reminded who our shepherd is. The heart of God for his children is one of a good shepherd that watches over his flock, watching to protect, watching to provide, watching to lead and to guide. And throughout my life, And now for over 25 years, full time in the ministry, my wife, Natasha, and I can testify to this reality that the Lord is truly a good shepherd. And He watches over us. He makes a way for us. He is with us. He's a good shepherd. Say, He's good. And the Bible says in John 10, 27, it says, his sheep hear his voice. Whose voice do we hear today? And who is our shepherd? It says in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. Think about that for just a moment, would we please? My sheep hear my voice. The Lord is my shepherd. My sheep, he said, hear There are so many voices. And there are so many false shepherds. Who is our shepherd? His sheep. The sheep of the shepherd, the one true shepherd here. His voice When the call of God came to me as a young man, we would have prophetic people would come to my church and would always pick me out. You got, you're called to the nations, you call I'm 16 years of age, you're called to the nations I didn't know. I didn't know how, I didn't know where, I didn't know what. I did not know at all. But as I began to take small steps, as I submitted to the leadership of my life, as I began to take small steps by faith, suddenly God begins to open up incredible doors. He began to make a way where there didn't seem to be any way. Fast forward 30 years, over 40 countries, And we're still moving today. We just came back from Croatia, Bosnia, Serbia, Albania, Montenegro, Austria, and Greece. We just got back from there last week. But there's one nation, and I wanna talk about this nation because there's a story within the story. And this morning, the whole motivation of our time together, I pray that faith is built within the body today. Why? Because we all have an assignment. But so many of us fall short and can even abort the assignment for fear of lack, for fear of protection, for fear of my future. But the Spirit of God wants you and I to know today that He is my shepherd. One nation that God begins to open up 20 years ago was a nation called Ukraine. You've all heard about Ukraine. Lift up your hands if you know about Ukraine. I think all of us have. That's why I'm speaking about it because we all know about Ukraine. We have been doing concerts, evangelistic events with my band. We have ministered and edified and encouraged the body of Christ in Ukraine for over 20 years. The main bishop who we partner with oversees over 400 churches. Out of all the nations we've toured through in those times, there's one nation that has been on fire for God, for revival, it's this nation called Ukraine. I mean, book of Acts type of fruit. It's been incredible. In 2013, in October 2013, we had booked our schedule, because we booked six months to a year ahead. We had booked our schedule to be in Ukraine for July 2014. By December 2013, suddenly civil unrest breaks out in Ukraine. You may have remembered, you saw it on the news, it was everywhere. It's like a civil war type thing starts to break out in Ukraine. This is in December 2013. By January 2014, the bishop, the pastor who we partner with in Ukraine is ministering in America. Natasha and I meet with him for lunch and we say, pastor, do you think it's really safe for us to come to Ukraine? He looked at us and said, I believe this will be over in about a month unless I call you and tell you not to come, come. Okay, okay, yes, sir, All Right. January, February, March, we tour around America, 20 states. The power of God is moving powerfully. May, we fly over to Europe and we begin touring throughout Europe. We're in France, we're in Germany, we're in Switzerland and other parts of Europe. May and June, halfway through June, I'm starting to get a little bit. Uh, 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 uneasy because the, the, the war that was supposed to stop, the civil unrest that was meant to stop a few months earlier has not stopped. In fact, it looks like it's growing and every country we go to, whether we're in Germany, whether we're in Switzerland, whether we're in France, all over the media, you can't hide from it, you cannot get away from it. Everybody's talking about war and Russia coming through and taking the rest of Europe. That was all the way back then. We would go to churches and pastors would hear about, you thinking of going to Ukraine. Are you sure you wanna to go to Ukraine? Now I'm looking at my little kids and I'm looking at Natasha and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not sure I wanna to go to Ukraine. By the end of June, it's fever pitch. Literally fever pitch. Everywhere you go, everywhere you look, this war. is it's, Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. coming. And, and we're, we're scheduled to be there in July. And I haven't heard from the pastor to tell us not to come. I'm an obedient guy, if you know what I mean. So we get to Brownau, Austria. Brownau, Austria is famous because it is the birthplace of Adolf Hitler. As we come into town, I'm uneasy, I'm a little bit concerned. And my unease is simply, I'm concerned about Natasha and the kids. So the day before I speak at church, Natasha and I, we get together and I say, honey, let's pray and let's ask our Father what He wants us to do. He knows the future, He knows all what's happening. Does He still want us to go to Ukraine? Everyone say, my shepherd. Say, He's my shepherd. Say, He's my shepherd. Say, mine, He's my precious shepherd. The next day, Sunday arrives early in the morning, we get up and I go to speak. And after I'm done preaching, the Holy Spirit is moving on hearts. A young man walks up to me and he says to me this. He says to me, sir, I don't know what it is that you are believing for, but the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, you have a green light to go. The grace that is on you for the nations, what he said, will protect you and your family. Say he's my shepherd. Say he's my shepherd. Say he is my shepherd. One week later, we fly from Zurich to Kiev and from Kiev to Nprepetrosk. We come out of the customs and the man who was there to pick us up looks sad. He doesn't look happy to see us. I thought maybe he just had a bad day. He asked us if we're hungry. He said, yes, so it's about 9 p.m. in the evening. He says, you wanna go to McDonald's? I'm like, okay, let's go to McDonald's, my kids were pumped because they never have McDonald's. So we get to McDonald's and our burgers, we order them and we've got Big Macs and we're looking at our Big Macs and he still looks grumpy. Now I'm starting to get grumpy because he's grumpy because I don't know why he's grumpy. So I asked my wife who speaks Russian fluently, I said, honey, ask the man why he's grumpy. And so as, as she begins to talk with him, He slouches and stares at his Big Mac. He looks absolutely confused. He says, it's terrible. He said, as I was coming to pick you up, a battalion from the Ukrainian army drove right past me with tanks, armory and men. He said, this war is escalating and we're only 60 miles from the front line. When he said 60 miles from the front line, it's like someone poured cold water from the top of my head to the tip of my toes. I began to feel sick like I wanted to throw up. I began to go all numb and weak. I began to slur my words. I was cloudy in my mind and I'm looking at my Big Mac really sad and I'm looking at my wife and I'm looking at my kids and I'm thinking, this is what I thought. I'm thinking, what have I just done? As soon as I said, what have I just done? In my spirit, I heard this, in the name of Jesus. And as soon as I heard that word Jesus, as quickly as that thing came upon me, it left me. I got my Big Mac and I "I ate that Big Mac. And I stood up and my family stood up and we dusted off our feet, we jumped into that van and for two weeks we went from checkpoint to checkpoint to checkpoint to checkpoint. Sometimes the Ukrainian army's going this way and we're going that way. Sometimes we're all going together. But for two weeks the name of Jesus was lifted up, souls were saved, sick were healed, people were coming to us. People came to us with tears in their eyes saying, we don't have any opportunity but to be here. You left peace, you left comfort to be here with us. Thank you for coming to Ukraine. And God chose to use this vessel. My wife is a vessel, my children and my band is vessels. That in the midst of perilous times, He moved through us to bring hope to the hopeless help, to the helpless life, to the lifeless. People had a choice. People in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the chaos and the trauma and the pain, the truth and the light and the life of Jesus was there for all to see. And this is what the Spirit of God is talking about today, where perilous times are here. The Word said before Jesus' return, perilous times are here. But in the midst of the darkness, God wants to fill and flow through the body to bring life, to bring life, to bring life. You want to hear a crazy story? They're all crazy stories, right? <laughs> you want to hear another crazy story? So, so for twenty years, my band, which is called Red Rain Band, Red Rain Band, and we've done concerts all over, five to thousand people a night, right? So after, during this time when the war's happening, we go from checkpoint to checkpoint. We come. We've just done a concert in the evening, and so many hearts were touched. And as I'm in the van, family's in the van, band is in the van, we come to this one checkpoint and the army guy is looking, he, he, he walks up and he's walking straight to me. I'm on the front seat of the van. He's looking at me with his armor. He's looking at me, then he moves to the dr- driver and begins to talk with the driver. And he, he then smiles and says, you can go through, right? I asked Natasha, honey, talk to the the driver and ask him what on earth has just happened? She talks to the driver and the driver says, the army guy walks up to him and says to him, are you carrying red rain band in your van? And the driver says, yes, he smiles and says, you can go through. This young man at some point had been in one of our concerts. He knew who I was. The Holy Spirit had touched him. God had made a way. He had already prepared a way. He knew what needed to happen in order for us to get through. Our Father had made a way. Say, He's my shepherd. Say, He. Shout, He is my shepherd. Watch this video. This video is about the times 2016 and 14 of what I've just been speaking about. So here we are on the front in Ukraine. Let's all stand together. Let's all stand together. Our time is up. I could go on for hours telling stories. You have to get my book when it comes out next time we're here. Got a lot of stories to share. But the point of the message here today is my shepherd. Who's our shepherd? Who's our shepherd? Who is the shepherd of our soul? and whose voice are we listening to whose voice are we hearing why are we here what are you here why are you here the reason why you're here is because at a certain moment in your life you heard the cry from heaven and the truth touched your heart you opened your heart you repented of your sin you rep- you became born again many of us here today you were baptized the old man was put to death and a new man has come alive again come on family that's so awesome and now we're in the process of being cleansed and sanctified we've been prepared for use our father now's the time in perilous times God wants to move through His body in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the craziness, in the middle of all that's happening around us. Pandemics, wars, famines, economic issues, you name it. The solution is heaven, and God has chosen His body to work through. Let's sing this song.
1: We can hear the wind below let's lift
0: our hands to heaven it,
1: let all the the redeem redeem
0: before we close today, we just wanna do one more thing. As every eye is shut and every head is bowed, you're a member of the body. You've given your life to Jesus. And now the Spirit of God is moving, hovering over you. Throughout the nations, He's hovering over every gathering, over every member of the body. And He's asking the question, Will you you surrender? Will you allow me to fill you? Will you allow me, my spirit, to flow through you? Will you be my hands and my feet to call the lost to salvation again? If you're here today and you would say, yes, Lord, send me. Yes, Lord, here I am, use me. I, I give you my life. I give you my time and talents, my, my all. I, I want to fulfill your purpose. I want to be your hands and your feet. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. You're not raising it to me. You're not raising your hand to any human being. You're saying, you're simply in this moment responding to your Father and saying, here I am, send me, use me. I don't know it all. I don't understand it all, but I want to... F- I wanna be a vessel that you can use. If that's you today, lift your hand straight up in there. If that's you, lift your hand straight up in there. Repeat after me, say, Heavenly Father, my life is yours. My time, my talents, my future, not my will, but yours be done. Not my plans, but your plans. You are my shepherd